0: Well, hello and happy Friday, and welcome to Journey to Wholeness, where we are sharing our journey of how God mended our broken pieces and guided us to wholeness and purpose. And I am your host, your favorite author, your favorite coach, Indiana Tuggle. And if you've been following me, you know that I help women to heal from various emotional traumas through writing. And today we have another special guest in the studio—I like to say studio—with uh, me in her name is Michelle Flack. And during our pre-interview, I know we are already going to have a good time because I asked her what her title was and she was like, I don't have one, so I'm like, you might my, my type of girl. So, um Michelle Flagg is a, she ministers through writing, through teaching, through speaking, and creative transcription. She is a best selling Amazon international and national co author on several books. She is a contributor to internationally distribu- distributed magazines. And she is the selected writer of a book forward and synopsis and a featured speaker on several live and virtual platforms. And we really met because um, I was hearing her story of how of how her own homelessness experience, um, God proved that he can and will prosper you in the face of any circumstance or situation. So I'm so excited to bring Michelle Flag on the show. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Indiana.
1: Thank you so much for, for having me. I appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much um, for being on the show. Um, I don't like to beat around a bush, so we're going to jump right into it. So we can normally with all of my guests, I start by um, you giving us a brief um, synopsis of your story, or it can be a long synopsis, however the Lord moves you. But let us (laughs) know... um, uh, a little bit about your story and your background of, of, of what God has done in your life and how he's moved on your behalf. All right. Well, um,
1: I am, as God coined it, <laughs> as God coined it, um, title. I know we, you know, title, title. I'm a minister. So in my mind, that servant. And uh, everything I do has to filter through ministry. So God, when he uh, called me and I stopped and, you know, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you want me to do what? Um, his exact wording was, you are a minister who happens to. And I said, well, I happen to what? He said, you You write, you speak, you teach,
0: you know. Mm -hmm.
1: And from that point, I said, okay, Lord. Now, what I didn't know was that um, that was the beginning, I suppose, of the process of receiving the calling and having to walk through a homelessness experience, I, um, you know, people say that that we we bring things to ourselves, we call things to ourselves. What we think comes to us. I was like, Lord, how? Did, what did I do to end up here? Because I I was not seeing any of that. Um, and so despite that experience, which lasted a total of five years despite that that is when god prospered me in terms of revealing what he what he had called me to to do who he had made me to be um prior to prior to me writing say my first article or 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 participating on an anthology I had I had only written for I guess my my own um growth if you will like I had never had anything published and so in spite of the challenge of finding myself in a position where I I had I looked up and everything was gone, all of the, all of the, the titles, okay, the resource. Nothing mattered. <laughs> nothing mattered um, in terms of what I had owned, uh, where I went to school, who my parents were. None of that mattered. When I looked up and I found myself having to deal with homelessness, that changed my entire life. Now, the change as crazy as this may sound was not bad that is not to say (laughs) that is not to say that there weren't times when i was you know like lord please can can this be over with like now like because i had i had become so used to um identifying a problem and identifying the solution and then putting the steps in place to 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 turn you know, whatever the situation was around or to to get the end result that I wanted. Can I tell you that no end result that I wanted came to pass until God's appointed time? Going through the process of experiencing homelessness, I learned so much about not just other people but myself. and. If I had to, if, if someone said to me, okay, we can go back, we'll erase, you, you know, that experience, you've never gone through it, as crazy as it may sound, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would not change anything about
0: it. Hmm. I let me, think... Let me, let me, let me oh. pause you, Michelle, because you done said so much
1: hmm. already.
0: <laughs> and... Because of let's, let's, let's talk about that process when you're in mm-hmm. when you're in the midst of the storm. That process mm-hmm. of how God has a way of, of of making us still, putting us getting us to a place where we have no choice but Mm -hmm. to rely on him. And as you were talking, I was reminded about my own experience when um, I lost my job and it created a ripple effect. Once I lost the job, then, um, you know, a couple of months later, after the unemployment ran out, I had to give up the house. I didn't find myself homelessness, but I found myself for the very first time since I was 16, 17 years old, I had to rely on somebody else to take care of Indiana. I was not mm. in control. You know, and, and I had to move. My, I had to, my brother found us a place, had to move in with him. And that experience lasted 15 months. And you mentioned something, um, you know, of how God revealed who he called you to be. And you recognized that nothing really mattered no former education, the degrees didn't matter cuz I went through that. The degrees didn't matter. The the all of the the jobs I had previously had, the income that I previously had, you know that 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 status or or that pride that I had built up on the inside of being this person who had accomplished this and that the the home and and this, this and that and, and overcoming great trials and poverty, none of that matter cuz at that point in time, I i nothing <laughs> you know, um, but the clothes on my back and the few things, you know, that were paid for in cash, I still have my car, you know. Be- mm-hmm. But and and what I wanted to get into was really that whole process of communicating in, with God and really learning how to um, relax and let God be God, you know, because you mentioned that you were used to. I identify the problem. I find a solution. I create a plan. Let's go. I was like that too, <laughs> you know. I'm like, okay, I set a goal. Here are the steps that we gonna do to accomplish the goal. Let's go. But none of that worked. <laughs> I'm like, none. I want everything possible, you know, that that people tell you that you're supposed to do when you're looking for a job, searching for a job, and doing this and doing that. Nothing happened for 15 long months. Nobody called me back. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I had a couple of interviews, and then when I finally got something, God was like, no. And I'm like, really, God, I need a job. (laughs) Because I got business. Mm -hmm. You know? And it was like, no. You know? So, you know, how do you really. When God starts to talking and you have to really sit still, because for a lot of people, when they're in the midst of the storm, they like to say, well, God, not saying nothing, you know, and I can't hear God. Well, you can't hear God because you're not still, you know, and you're not quiet. So a lot of times God will put us in a position to where we... We may be, we may not know we're fighting surrender, surrendering, and submitting, but we are. So he will get you to a place to where you have no choice but surrender. exactly because can exactly. nobody do it? But God, <laughs> you exactly. can't because <laughs> you tried. Know.
1: exactly, and and the the hardest. I think I think initially I think the question that I kept asking was, "What did I do? Mm. What did I do to get here? Like what what because I again I was going on the 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 um, paradigm of well Michelle you thought yourself here you spoke yourself here that whole thing mm-hmm. and 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 I'm and that's not to say. You know, I'm. I'm. We're not going to get into any debates. <laughs> that's right. not to say that that doesn't happen. That people, you know, don't do things to place themselves in certain situations. Mm-hmm. When that, when I couldn't hear the answer to that question, that's that's the way I. I that's the way I, I'm expressing it. I didn't hear the answer. It wasn't that God wasn't speaking. I, I wasn't hearing the answer because I wanted right. the answer like. The way I wanted it to come, Michelle. This is what you did. Now you know because I wanted. Right. Can we fix this and, and move on?
0: Exactly. You want to fix it, it and move on.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But it wasn't. It wasn't that easy because what I did not understand because I did not. It was. It was twofold. First of all, I don't even know what I thought prior to going through the experience of homelessness. I I can't tell you what my Thoughts were about homelessness. I, 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 you know, I, I would see people, I would, um, you know, give them money or, or you know, buy somebody a meal or whatever, you know, along along, you know, life's journey. But beyond that, I never even really gave it a thought as to to what I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um. Once I was faced with. Living through the situation, I had to understand it was, it was twofold. There was an outer part and an inner part, meaning the outer part, the actual literal, oh, my God, like I don't have a house, I don't have an apartment, I don't have a key to a door that I can put it in and, and you know, be, <laughs> be legal by standing and doing that, but the inner part, See, I didn't understand the inner part. And the inner part was, I'm God. I'm in total control. You're not in control. You have to do this my way beyond just the theory, meaning, okay, I, I, I probably know a bunch of scriptures. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a lot of people that know a bunch of scriptures. But until you live that scripture, until you apply that scripture, until that scripture becomes engrafted literally to your soul, is theory. There is no power in theory. There is no power in theory. And so, I had to I had to be brought to the place of total Okay, surrender it. I don't have all the, I don't don't have, the only answer that I had at that point when I came to that understanding of, okay, you know what, you're not going, you you just can't, you can't fix this. Really. (laughs) It has nothing to do with your intellect. It has nothing to do with your skill set. It has nothing to do with all of the other things that you used to rely on. It has to do with finding out what is it that God, is doing, and what is it that he would have me to do right here where I am, literally and figuratively. So literally, I, let's just say I was in a, in a, in a geographical location, okay? I was, in a, I was in a shelter, okay? Figuratively, I was a hot mess. Mm. I was a hot mess. I, I I had an attitude. I thought God had not so much left me, but it was like, okay, so what? Why did this have to? Ha- I know, you know, it, it rains on the just and unjust, and Lord, okay, really? Do you do you know how old I am? This is not any fun walking through this at this age in my life. This is not what I had on my plate. The first thing I had to do. When I, you know, once I, once I calmed myself down, because nothing was changing. The first thing I had to do was I had to accept, this is where you are, and this is the only place that you can move from. Not where you want to be, not where you used to be. You can only move from where you are. Mm. So, so my heart had to be opened, I had, to, I had to come to understand, see, because remember now, minister, servant, that means God is flowing something through me for somebody else. I mean, I'm being blessed, but he is, he's, he's flowing whatever through me for somebody else. Well, I have to genuinely care about the somebody else, I have to be willing to be in the position of being a vessel a conduit, you know, whatever whatever, you want to term it, it's not about me. It's about his will, and it's about me surrendering my will so that his will is done not only in my life but in whomever's life he's having me to touch or, you know, the path that I'm crossing, once I got that, and it, it, it took a minute to get it. It really did. But once I got that, then my prayer was, okay, Lord, help me. I can't do this without you. I can't do this without you. I can't, you. I don't, I, I can't rely on my own <laughs> strength, my own anything. And from there, it was, a, it was a learning process. And the learning had to involve real practical
0: application. So to add to that, um, I know you mentioned that you had to, the first thing you had to do was accept that this is where God had you to be. And to add to that, I had to go through the same thing. I had to accept, you know, that, okay, Indiana, this is where you are. It's not through any fault of your own. You didn't do anything Mm -hmm. wrong. This is just the process. And then another thing I had to um, accept was or recognize is that God is with you. You know, honestly. I am your God, I am with you, even in this, I am with you, even in this, I am sustaining you, because I was so busy, you know, looking at. I don't have my own place. Like you said, I don't have Mm -hmm. a physical house where I can put the key in where my name is on the lease or on the mortgage. Mm -hmm. I don't have a, a specific, you know, quiet place where I can be alone because I'm so used to, you know, being in my own place, dealing with my own silence and not having to deal with other people in the house, you know, making all kind of noise. I'm used to my own personal sanctuary, you know, and and, and now I'm not in control. I have to subject myself to other people's rules. I have to subject myself to um, other people's lifestyles, you know, how how they live their house, how they live their life, how they run their household. I am no longer in control. It's no longer my house, my rules. You know, it's somebody Mm -hmm. else's house, you follow their rules, you know, so I had to learn that God is in control and that he's still with me even in that because actually I was stressing out for nothing cuz God was still being God. He was he exactly. was doing I didn't want for nothing. I didn't miss a meal, I didn't miss mm-hmm. anything. You know, mm-hmm. so he was still moving on my behalf but because I was so focused on what I didn't have, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. paying attention to what God was doing and how he was moving, you know, and so I also had to Allow God to prioritize prioritize my life because before that I thought that um I was you know I need the job was the job that was priority, in that my writing, you know my assignment to help people was secondary like it was it was a hobby mm. to see what I'm doing on the side, but God had to show me no 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 no, your calling and your purpose is primary. You know, that exactly. job, that job exactly. is secondary. Once you realize what I that well, who I called you to be and what I called you to do is first and foremost, then we can move. Then we exactly. can, um, you know, you can, you can do this job search correctly. Because I kept trying to find a job that I need to help people and I need to do this. And I was like, I ain't ain't what I told you. That job is to fund the dream. To fun, (laughs) you know, you know, but that's not where I'm going to have you. Once you get that in your head that we can move because you look, you're looking for a job to fulfill your purpose. No, no, no. The job is to invest in the goals and what I have for you. You know, I'm going to teach you something on the job. You're going to learn lessons there too, but that's not the primary focus of the job. Exactly. To fulfill um, your calling on your life, you know, so I had to go through that too and realize that, oh, I was, I had stuff out of order. I was all out of order. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah, I can, I can definitely relate to that and, and, I think one of the things that, well, I'm sure one of the things that I, I, don't, I, I don't see how I would have learned it any other way, I'm sure, you know, I mean, God can do however if he does what he does a, a billion ways, I guess. But I needed to be compassionate, and that's not to say I wasn't, but I absolutely needed to know that I, that I was or that I can say I am. Prior to, the, prior to the experience, I don't know if I would have considered myself to, to have been compassionate, um, but I had to be compassionate. I had to, I had to understand that the hurt that people display um, and sometimes, uh, I guess, inflict, that's still not who they are that's not who god made them to be and so part of the the calling or the assignment is to be able to speak to the heart of of the woman who wants to know god for real though as i say not what not what somebody else told you not what you read about in a magazine, not what you saw somebody say on TV. It is about coming to a place of understanding that as a woman, God made you for a specific reason. He didn't make a mistake. And you're well able. You're well equipped. Everything that God made us to be, he did that in in Genesis 1 and 2.
0: Let's let's shift a minute to something um, you mentioned earlier about um, how, you, what lessons or um, did you learn about yourself in the storm? Because I know I learned quite a few
1: <laughs> about <laughs>
0: myself. You know, one of them was that I was prideful. You know, I had took for granted, you know, what I had done, what I had accomplished, so that caused me not to really you know want to ask for help I, could, I was not one of those people that I would I can help you but I don't mm-hmm. ask for help you know so exactly. I would keep my mouth closed you know and then another um thing that I had to learn was that I would judge a book by its cover you know mm-hmm. whenever you know mm-hmm. if I saw people who um unemployed they just don't want to work you know or if mm-hmm. um Or if they've been unemployed for a long time, they ain't looking hard enough, this, this, and then the other. Or if they were living with their mom, you know, or with family, they just lazy. And I had Mm -hmm. to learn that. Stop judging a book, you know, by its cover because everybody's situation is different. Things happen. Life happens, you know, and and when you find yourself, you know, in that situation, get to know the person and and learn their story because you may find that, you know, um, they were actually triumphant, you know, through it all and that they, you know, mm-hmm. came out a better person and and it's only temporary. You know, in that time everybody is not looking for a handout. A lot of times people are looking for somebody to talk to, you know, to mm-hmm. give them encouragement, you know, because they have a plan of coming out and they know it's temporary, but they just need that extra, you know, bit of support and encouragement. So it changed my whole outlook and how I view people. Now I I everybody gets the benefit of the doubt now okay what's your story you know let me learn Mm -hmm. a little bit about you before I Mm -hmm. cast judgment on you and just say oh no I want to fool you especially when it came to um, dating and relationships I would always say well he can't have this and he can't do this and he can't do that and all based off of one sentence you know, I live with my mama. Well, you get to know somebody's story, Indiana, before you just, you know, judge them. So, what were some of those um, key things that you learned about yourself that was revealed, you know, in this um, storm, so to speak? Uh, one of the things
1: would have to be, I'm not better than anybody, mm-hmm. but I'm also not lesser. Mm. Now. The better part, you know, because of, you know, I lived on the hill, drove the car, <laughs> you know, had the jewelry, all that kind of stuff. The lesser part, I had to, I had to, to learn because in that, in, that, in that situation, people, and I say people in the system and outside of the system, and the social services systems. Um people have, have preconceived notions and and assumptions. And like you said, you know, uh okay, so you you haven't found a job yet? Well okay, what's wrong with you? You, you right. you're not <laughs> looking hard enough and, and, and well, you know, you might have to just you know, you might have to take something that 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 you might feel is beneath you, but you need to do something. You need to be working. You're not working hard enough. And I tell, tell people, yeah, I tell people now, even now, listen, if hard work were the prerequisite or, or the or the or the solution, I would have never had the problem. I started I started working when I start, when I started working. My mother had to sign papers for me to <laughs> to legally be okay to do so. That was not the issue. The issue was I'm not better than anyone. I'm also not lesser. Um God when God says tells us seek him first, he means that thing. For everything. I had gone off on in various areas of my life and I just went off and, you know, did my did my thing, so to speak, thinking oh, well, I'm not hurting anybody, you know. I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone else. I'm just trying to live my life and be happy and enjoy it and do what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And, and that was key because for a large part of my life, I, had, I didn't know what my purpose was. And so I would, I would go along and do what I thought. Mm. I was supposed to do, based on things that I had done before right um, right, and so whew,
0: <laughs> i I didn' so relate to that because mm-hmm. i i I had d- been through that, you know, I was doing everything that I knew to do growing up in the projects on pro- in poverty around drugs and alcohol and mm-hmm. addiction and and all of that. I was on a road to better, and my better was due the opposite of what you saw. I saw people getting pregnant out of wedlock, dropping out of school. Indy, you ain't gonna have no baby, and you gonna finish school. I saw mm. people, <laughs> you know, you know, going and and, and and barely having an education, getting jobs in warehouses. Or Indiana, you gonna enhance your skills, you're gonna get a job in the office. You know, I saw you know what I'm saying? I saw people, mm-hmm. you know, who who weren't didn't go to college. You going to college. You gonna get I got multiple degrees. You know, I saw people, you know, getting, you know, a little apartment right in the same project, in the same community or the same, I bought a house. So I was Mm -hmm. building my road to better based off doing the opposite of what I saw. And it was working for me, you know, at Mm -hmm. first until I decided that I wanted to know God and what my purpose was. And he was like, "Ah." if you want to know your purpose, the first thing that you have to realize, is that you are not a lone wolf. You can't do this without Ooh. me. So therefore, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have to surrender all of that will, all of that know-how, all of that I'm in control to me, you know, so that I can lead you and guys you. you can no longer be led on your own, by yourself, exactly. through your own knowledge, your own experiences. You're going to have to be led by me. So I'm gonna need you to be led by me, and it was it was <laughs> a struggle because I'm it, like, yeah. any God, because you know, God don't tell us everything. If God had no. told me that I was gonna be unemployed for almost for a year and a half, lose my house, lose my mom, you know, feel like I was losing my mind, going into depression, and all of that, if He had told me all oh, that, I'd be like, It's like. I'm good. I'm over here. I'm comfortable. You know, we, we <laughs> good. You know, right? Uh, he didn't tell me all that. All he told right. me was I brought you out, and 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 because I brought you out, you're gonna you're gonna bring other people out, and you're gonna mm-hmm. um, speak to women, and and all these books that you write, your books are gonna bring healing to the nations. And I'm like, let's go. I I say yes. I surrender, God. And every time I get ready to back out, he's like, uh, uh-uh. remember you said yes. Remember mm-hmm. you said yes. I was like, but you didn't tell me all this, God. I feel like I was bamboozled because you didn't <laughs> tell me all this. You know, so um, you know, I feel like oh, since you didn't disclose yeah. everything, I yeah,
1: mean, he has a he has a way of not telling <laughs> us everything right up front. Like really, like you you. Okay,
0: okay, God. I, I said, if Joseph had known that he was doing all this dreaming and his brother was going to bow him, mm. he had known he was going to get to that by way of the pits in the prison. He probably, mm-hmm. thinking, you know
1: what? <laughs> but right, like, about this. <laughs> like, right. Can I pass on this? And it's funny you mentioned Joseph because it. I, I remember one day I was I was feeling. Ooh, I was feeling so bad. Um. And I had gotten upset, and so I went back, to, went back to, to my room, and I was crying, and I was like, that's it. I'm, this is crazy. Um, and I'm pulling things, in, you know, in the room, pulling things towards me. I'm sitting down and pulling. Th- uh, can I tell you where I was going to go? I don't know <laughs> what I was going to do when I finished pulling the stuff to me. And so I, I, I paused long enough. And um, I had had a confrontation with one of the owners of the facility, and I was at the at at that point of okay, Lord, this is this is no, no, this is this is too much. I can't do this. And he reminded me, this is temporary. This is temporary. This is going to pass. What's not going to pass, or or you know, benefit you, is if you hold on to the to 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 the attitude um, of unforgiveness. Mm. Um, I've got to fix this and do this my way. Mm. Uh, by the time by the time God finished with me that day, I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever it is you want me to do, I'll do it. And it's funny because he 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 continued to bring people when I say to me literally to me to minister, you know, to them. And and it it got funny at one point. I said, Lord, you have jokes. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, okay, really, and. You bring somebody to me. I, you know, minister to the person. They go off skipping and happy, and 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 <laughs> you know, you're you're the best thing since sliced bread as far as far as they're concerned now. And I'm sitting here going, okay, Lord Jesus, well, okay. But
0: and you got to go back to oh, a homeless show. But
1: yeah, right, over and over and over and over and repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly. The more I focused on. The more I focused on who he called me to be, there was a shift. There was a, Michelle, you you can be who God calls you to be regardless. Mm. You can be who God calls you to be regardless. God wouldn't call you to be something and then put you in a situation or allow you to be in a situation where you could not be that. Um. Hmm. Yeah. So
0: I, I can so I, I, relate. I have, I have I a motto where I say the 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 word and the purpose of God will never lead you where He can't protect you and provide exactly. for you. So, um, which which brings me to because we we got a few more minutes before um, we get out of here because we we've been going. God is just so awesome but I wanted to get into the fact that um this year you embarked on your own product your own book and you created a guided journal called it's in his plans and it's a guided journal for Jeremiah Jeremiah 29 11 living and I love it I'm looking at the cover of it now because Jeremiah 29 11 is like my favorite scripture you know mm-hmm. it's 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 it's, it's you know, for I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord. "Plans to prosper you, you know, and and give you a hope and an expected end." You know, mm-hmm. I love that, and and that's on one of my journals that I write down every word that God has spoken over my life that I can remember through my quiet time or even through others. I write it down in that journal, so when I get discouraged, I go and I read it and I remember what. God said about me, and even when I forget, the Holy Spirit always re- brings it to my remembrance. Remember, I said such and such. Mm-hmm. So keep going. So, um, let's talk about this journal and and what you are guiding the user through. How you're guiding them through that Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Let me. So we have about what six more minutes. <laughs> okay. Well. Well. <laughs>
1: Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, as you as you just uh, quoted, is so powerful for so many reasons. Um, one, because of where it sits in the Bible, it sits within Jeremiah chapter twenty nine. If you read Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, you you realize um, through through God's revelation. The plans that God has for us don't change. They don't change based on circumstance, situation, bank account, none of that. Okay? The journal is designed to guide you through introspection Mm -hmm. so that ultimately you can implement the things that God tells you to do according to his plans. Now, I love the scripture because it says plans. That means there's more mm. than one, right? Mm. So that means there's a plan for our, you know, relationships, plans with our, you know, our children, with our careers. With, you know, God has a plan for every aspect of, of our life, but what I absolutely loved in doing this, because I had to, I had to become a product of the product first. So I had to walk through this thing. I didn't even know when I was walking through it, I didn't even realize that as I was journaling, I was ultimately going to create this journal. I didn't know, I didn't know that's how that was going to go. But what I, what I absolutely love about it is you discover and realize that it's not just a tactical or strategical thing, you know, a plan, a plan, generally um, is designed to, to build or establish an end result, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's absolutely true. But if you look at it from, from, from God's perspective, that end result is going to get done whether you and I participate or not. Right. We have the opportunity to participate. The thing that's important to God, and, and I believe the reason that we have to seek him for the plans he has for us Number 1 they're tailor made for us so so they're a perfect fit for us okay if we choose to to participate if we choose to take advantage of the opportunities presenting the plans that God is looking at the changes the 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 everything involved has more to do with what's going on with you internally you're being built up Internally, you're being established. Internally, because God, everything that God gives us requires us to go up, to go, you know, further, higher, forward. God is about us rising, God is about us maturing. It's real. So in his plans, we are part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It's, more to it, it's more to it than just, okay, put these 12 things together to bake this cake, and at the end you're going to have this cake. Mm. It's what's going on with you and in you as you're walking through the plan.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's, that's so beautiful because the – what we have to understand, um, just like you just said, is that if you, if the internal, if you allow God to change the internal, the external is a byproduct. You know, Absolutely. because we we so focused on I want to know my purpose so that I can get this materialistic gain. No, 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 no. The Bible says God gave you the power to obtain wealth. You don't mm-hmm. need God to obtain wealth. He already gave you that power. You can do that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why a lot of you can become wealthy if you put your mind to it and you go after it. That, you don't need God for that. You need God to transform your inside so that when you mm-hmm. obtain the things, you can keep them. Exactly. You know, and they can't be snatched from you um, through the hands of the wicked because it mm-hmm. matters how you build you know mm-hmm. it matters how you get there you know uh um, regardless of what the world may tell you you know it matters how you get there the roads you take matters you know mm-hmm. so and that's what god is trying to do you know in us god is about building your character building your integrity, building that, yes. those principles in you that create longevity, you know, the principles of excellence, the principles of faith, the principles of integrity, the principles of honesty, you know, he's about building that within us because those are, I, I look at it as, you know, when you do your resume, you have transferable skills, and then you have, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, regular skills. God is all about building right. those transferable skills, and no matter where you go, you're gonna be good <laughs> and no. exactly,
1: and his his we got to remember if it's his plans, he's the one that's established what the end result is
0: absolutely we don't get
1: we don't establish that the end result is is i'm i guess twofold i suppose number one it's about the kingdom, expanding it, establishing it, experiencing it and Number two, it's about the kingdom. <laughs> you know, it, it, it goes back to I have the opportunity to, to, to participate, to, to join in this, this, this life, if you will, with God, and I can have heaven on earth. And that doesn't
0: mean stuff. Right. Stuff, you know what? Stuff stuff will come. It will. It will come and it'll go. Stuff will come. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I'm not, you know, I like I like nice things, but right. Like I said I wouldn't I I I would not trade the the experience for what I have today. Mm-hmm. I have I, I I I'm, you know, content. Um, the peace, the joy, the, you know, the, the 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 knowing that okay, I'm 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 living this life in accordance to God's plans. You know, that takes a whole lot of weight off of you. It really does. It does. Like I don't have to sit and try to figure things out.
0: Mm.
1: Now that doesn't mean that I don't. I'm, I'm not going to have to to you know stretch and learn and. Um, have certain experiences, that's not what it means. It means that I really genuinely, if I'm I'm about this life of living um, for Christ, because only what I do for him is going to last, that's it. I mean, I believe that. If I'm about living in that way, I have to understand the bottom line is I'm, I'm a participant. I'm not the leader. I don't sit in the driver's seat. <laughs> you know all of those things, all of those kinds of things that we take on. We, you know, we don't realize we're taking we're, t- we're taking some things on. But once you say yes, Lord, oh, He'll show you. He'll let you know. Okay, now we need to work on this. We need to work on that. We need to. And and He's not going to back off of that because His end result. Is about us being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.
0: Absolutely, and and that is our. Unfortunately, we've run out of time. So before we get out of here, please tell us where we can um, get a copy of your journal. I am going to. Um,
1: I just got my proof back, <laughs> so <laughs> I am going. I'm going to publish. It's going to be published before the end of the month. It's not going to, and t- I, I, I'm saying that to give myself leave time, but it's not going to take that long. Um, it will be available via the book patch. Okay. And if you want to, to follow up to, to make sure that you're informed, you can... Um, go to bit.ly uh, backslash journal Jeremiah. Capitalize the J in both twenty nine eleven. So it would be b i t. What backslash? Is
0: B-I-T, that
1: right? B i t dot l y dot. L Y okay backslash mm-hmm. capital J for journal and then capital J in Jeremiah 29:11 awesome, And you can awesome. yeah you can join the mailing list and and I will absolutely let you know when it's ready Cuz I'm ready I'm excited <laughs>
0: I am too. I can't wait to get a hold to it. That's the one that I've been had my finger on that I can't wait um, to get a hold to. But I want to thank you so much, uh, Michelle, for coming and joining us on Journey to Wholeness on today. And um, those of you who are listening, please go to um, bit.ly forward slash Jeremiah. Um, journal, capital J, Jeremiah, capital J, 2911, and get on that waiting list so that you will know when that journal is going to come out because um, it's time for us to live according to um, God's word and God's plan for our life. And and for those of you who um, who want to follow up with me on uh, my books and my journey, please go to www.ndwrites.com and you can sign up there and check out the books and the products as well. And as always, as I always say, please, please remember that there is purpose in your pain and be blessed and walk in wholeness. Thank you for joining. Bye.